If I were to tell you that there were dunes, like sand dunes, on other planets and celestial bodies in our solar system, would you think that was impressive? I think it's really impressive, and I'm going to tell you why. Stick with me. This is going to be fun. I'm Jeremiah Craig. Thank you for tuning in. I got stories to tell and songs to sing. Now they call me a balladeer to find out why just lend an ear at me. Stick with me a little while and I will promise I will make you smile. My name is Jeremiah Craig. Thank you for tuning in. A few weeks ago, I read an article about how scientists discovered dunes on Pluto by reviewing all of the imagery that the New Horizons spacecraft captured while passing by Pluto. Now, I was really excited about this because dunes on another planet or another celestial body in our solar system shows uh, similarities between our planet and another, right? Geographic similarities. And that's really cool, to me anyways. But when I told my workplace after I found the article and read it, uh, they seemed very unimpressed talking about dunes on another planet like it's a desert or something. Well, yeah, of course it's going to be a desert. There's no water. There's no life. It's most likely going to look like a desert. In fact, all of the Star Trek, uh, the Star Trek episodes early on, when they were on another planet, they, it looked like a desert, right? So we are trained to see an alien planet as a desert in most cases. Even, even Star Wars, right? Uh, Tatooine and that other planet in the new trilogy. I don't even remember what it is. Anyways, I was pretty excited that there were dunes on Pluto. And they, they found it from the New Horizons spacecraft. Now, the New Horizons spacecraft launched in 2006. So it took nine and a half years to even reach Pluto. And when it did in July of 2015, it captured all of these images. It was the first time we ever saw Pluto. And when NASA published the photos, the internet went crazy. And they went crazy because it looked like Pluto had a heart based off of the plains and the desert area next to a mountainous region on the planet, it, it looked like a heart. So there's lots of imagery and animations showing Pluto's heart that went up the same day as the pictures were published. And that heart is separated in, into different areas. One of the sections of that heart which I guess you could call the right ventricle, is called Sputnik Planitia. It's probably the most defined version of the heart. 
the right ventricle. The dunes were found here in this right ventricle of the heart. Now, the fact that there are dunes isn't the impressive part. It's the fact of how they were made because they aren't made the same way as dunes are made here on Earth because the atmosphere is too thin. The wind on Pluto is too light. Wind on another planet. Doesn't that sound cool? So they discovered that these particles that were making up the dunes weren't sand. It's not sand. It's nitrogen ice or frozen methane. They're not sure which one because, you know, they didn't have anything go down there. But most likely, the particles making up the sand part of these dunes is frozen nitrogen or methane. And the wind is not strong enough to blow these particles, to move these particles on its own. So there's a process called sublimation. And that's the process of converting a solid into a gas, bypassing the liquid phase. Like right away it goes from solid to a gas. And this happens on Pluto when sunlight hits certain areas. They've discovered thousands of what they call sublimation pits in these planes of Pluto that make up the heart. And when that happens, when sunlight hits these sublimation pits and it changes a solid, whether that be the nitrogen ice or the frozen methane, when the sunlight changes those particles into gas, then the gas rises, right? And when that gas rises, it takes the small particulate matter that is those frozen nitrogen, maybe the bigger particles, I'm not sure the article really didn't go into explaining what was being broken down in the sublimation process, but that's besides the point. When that gas rises, it lifts some of these frozen nitrogen particles, which are very similar to sand. And when it lifts those up off of the ground of Pluto, then that's the only way the wind can move those particles is when they're already airborne. Can you imagine seeing something like that? Seeing almost like a geyser, except there's no liquid. It's just all of a sudden the dirt turns into a gas and all of these leaves just float up in the air. And that's the way that the wind moves the particles on Pluto. And then when all of those particles are airborne, the wind is moving in one direction, piling up the particles in one area, thus creating a dune. Now, I don't know about you, but that's fucking cool. That is so fucking cool to know that a similar geographic formation can happen on another planet in a completely different way. This is just something that I'm interested in. I, I am very interested in space, in the celestial bodies of our solar system, particularly. I like thinking about what we have here at home 
if we want to call our own solar system home. And last week I talked about moons in our solar system that might have life. And Paul Omani called in. He enjoyed it, so I figured I'd do another episode about space because these are just really interesting things that I like to read about. And hopefully you like to hear about them too. And if you don't, you can move past these episodes. That's cool too. I just like to talk about them. So up next for New Horizons though, that spacecraft that passed by Pluto in the first place, it's one billion miles past Pluto now. We're talking way out there, right? And it's going to be visiting another celestial body real soon. It doesn't even have a name. It just goes off of its discovery number, which is 2014 MU69. I'm sure once it flies past there, it will have a name. But I also, I, I believe it is the furthest celestial body that we will have ever taken a picture of up close. So I'm really excited to see what they discover there. There's always more to discover. Always more to discover. And I think I'll be talking about it a lot more here on the podcast. Thanks for sticking with me here on this celestial edition of Jeremiah Craig Balladeer. I hope everybody's day is going great. Have a good one, and I will talk to you later. Feel free to call in if you want to chat about Pluto and its dunes. <laughs> Have a good one, everybody. Peace.